Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS power to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Derek, and this is episode 150. 150. <laughs> 150. I really considered opening the podcast like, what's up, mother... And then I was like, oh, that's the Patreon. <laughs> and I was like, better not do that. We are. You had that, you had that Patreon energy. I, yeah, I do have the Patreon energy tonight. Are you ready to rumble? Tonight I'm drinking a uh, RAR and Sons Brewing Company. That's what it says. R-A-H-R. RAR and Sons Brewing Company. Summertime Wheat Hefweizen. I was like, hey, that it sounds. rare? Oh, it could be rare and sons. I don't know. I don't either. I don't spell German. I don't know. I don't spell German. I don't know how to spell um, German. Oh, oh, Steve, can you place a pause marker? I know we just started, but I need a beer. <sighs> and we're live. Mm, I don't know how to do that. That's fine. Crack that cold one. You ready? Yeah. Oh, it's a nitro. Yeah. Yeah, I know that sound anywhere. We're cool. hard, man. I love the uh, Pepsi Nitros, the Pepsi Vanilla Nitro. Mm-mm. So I am drinking Good. this here Raw and Sons, and I was saying as Derek walked out of the room to go get his beer, I was like, it's kind of skunky. Um, I don't know yeah. if it's supposed to be. <laughs> Hefeweizen has a little bit of more of a flavorful note um, that would maybe be kind of towards that. So I could see just being that way. So I took a, a, a peek here at the bottom of the can. So I have my can raised above my head. I'll give you a little bit of a, a visual here. My can is above my head. I am looking at the can and it says El Jefe of beers. So is the boss. Is that correct? The El Jefe. I believe that's right. Anyhow. Or the, the Jeff. Or the Jeff. Uh, no, the it's, it, no, Jeff. No, 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 no. It's Jefe. It's H-E-F-E. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the Hefe. Um. If I can read their date, their date coding correctly, this was brewed on uh, November 9th of 2020. It's almost exactly two Yikes. years old. <laughs> so it is actually skunky. Mm-hmm. I think it is. You know, I don't hate it, but uh, yeah. Anyway. I'm having a beer that you can't have, Steve, because it has cherries in it. Oh, that's one it of my favorites. A- Left Hand Brewery Black Forest Cherry Chocolate Stout Nitro. That's, that's one of the knows. ones that you gave us. Yes. You had given yes. us a few of those for podcast. I think I saw, they were like, we're done with this seasonal. And I was like, I'm buying them all. So I bought like three, four packs of them. Nice. At Finney's, and I brought them with me because there's no fucking stouts out here in California. What? So I'm glad I have some reserves. Yeah, man. There's very few. What's wrong with that place? I don't know, man. They just I mean, love their IPAs. I guess I knew you don't commie, have winter. I knew it was California, but let's be real. Like, you kind of have stouts. I don't think it's just California. I think it goes all the way up the coast. Come on now. That sounds terrible. You mean in Washington, you can't get a stout? Well, no. Could I you don't imagine mean living? You like, I can actively <laughs> seek out them, but it's oh, not yeah. like They're they not go ever. somewhere and like, oh, there's a stout on tap or two or three. It's oh. like, uh, maybe you get a Hefeweizen or a wheat beer, but the rest are IPAs. Here this whole time, I thought California would be a good place to live. I regret. I take it back. Rubicon, though, take it back. so I don't know. <laughs> I guess I just have to keep uh, importing stouts. Uh, <laughs> Every time I, I go home, I, ship myself some stouts from yep. Chicago. <laughs> yep. Okay. So we have a new patron. 
Anthony. Anthony Holly. Anthony Gage Holly. Anthony. I think it's just Anthony Holly. Anyway, Gage Holly. I don't know. I can't keep up with. There's too many names here. Um, that's all one person, by the way. Just wanted to make it sound like we had a lot. Anthony Welcome. Gage and Holly. See, all, are all one of. person, and they are a new patron. Congrats. Thank okay. you. Two first names. Two first names makes me nervous. Three first names. Very nervous. Wait, those are all first names? <laughs> yeah, Anthony Gage Holly. Right? All first names? Could be. Could be all last names. Could anyway. Be all middle names. That's all the shout outs you get for being a new patron, but thank you for joining. I'll get you wiggled into the old uh Patreon chat here soon, and then you can go in there and make new friends and And they'll make fun of your many names. I mean they'll make fun of your many names. Yeah. Especially after you? I just did it. I don't know. And then they'll ask you what your favorite <laughs> Fruit Loop is. Um, and they'll ask you why so many names. <laughs> and then your nickname will be why so you many got, names. You, Mr. Anthony <laughs> Gage Holly, we've said your many names many times now, so you got many <laughs> shout outs. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> did you do anything off-road? I did not do anything off-road, but my truck is operational and ah. it is back to the way it was. Nice. So, Transfer case seems to be in yeah. good working quarter. It still does that shutter thing. Oh. Um, and I, But now that it's not making god-awful noises, it's the way it was before. Hmm, okay. I think it's always shuttered like this. I think there's just maybe some lash in the gears or something. I don't know. Is it's it been drive? like this for 50, no. 30 some thousand miles and it hasn't gotten any worse. So I think it's okay. Oh my. Don't mind me. Steve just, just grabbed a handle of something. I'm brown, just opening liquidy. a present. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I got this as a present. Crinkly plastic is. Oh, that was so Aww. such a letdown. <laughs> Try it again. I was expecting the. Nope. Oh, it's like a, that's what I wanted. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that was your So thumb. I did do some more off-road stuff. What'd you do? I, I actually did more work on someone else's Jeep than I've done on my Jeep in several weeks. Well, at least a couple weeks. Okay. Anyhow. Do tell. So I just randomly, now most of you know that I spent very little time on my low key page on Instagram. If you don't know that you do now. Um, I spent a lot of time on the Summershine page. And I spent a lot of time on the, uh, on the TOP page. And I kind of just go back and forth between those two. And then for some reason the other day, I kind of went over to the low key page and was just do, dabbling around on there for a little bit. And while I was over there, I had a whole, I had like seven missed messages, like seven DMS. So I went in there to see what's going on. Oh, a couple, man. Pe- couple people uh, sent me things. A couple people uh, had stories that they added me to that I missed because I it only last tour for 24 hours and I miss them every time. If you, uh, if you add me in a story, make sure you tag TOP also, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. It's like a good plan. Yeah. Because uh, I'll miss it. Even on TOP, I miss it. It's, I don't check the DMs on Instagram as hard as I should. Uh, so anyway. I just happened to be in there and I go to check the DMs and there was one from that day and it was a fella named Cole uh, Lloyd, I believe his last name is. And he was, yes, sir. Which day? It was this would have been which day? Friday, Friday. 
Okay. So this would have been Friday. Friday evening, I'm in the old DMs looking around, see what's going on. I see a missed uh, message from this Cole guy, and he's like, yo, this might be a long shot, but I'm a listener of the podcast, and I am down at the Badlands, and I ripped my upper and lower control arm mounts off of my Dana 30. Ooh. Oh. Would you would you be able to weld them up? And I was like, uh, I think there's a welder in Attica. And he's like, I checked with him, said they can't get to me until Monday. It's like, well, that's not very helpful, is it? And uh, mm-hmm. so I thought about it for a minute and I looked at Jess and I was like, should I weld a Jeep up in the morning? And she's like, I don't know. It's up to you. I'm like, hmm. So messaging back is like, you got a trailer? She's like, you bring a trailer or do you like drive it there? Because I'm like, you know, there's a big difference between me coming to you and welding it and you coming to me and welding it. And I'd already planned on going to work for Saturday. So uh, he got back. He's like, I got a trailer and I can be there. I can be over there anytime you want. Like anytime that you're willing to do it. Okay. And that this, by this time it's pretty late in the evening. I think you'd gone to bed and I'm heading to bed. Uh, text me in the morning when you get up and I'll give you like a time to meet me at the shop and I'll shoot you an address. Okay, cool. Did that. Shows up here about nine. We back it in. Sure enough, he'd ripped the, he had put an aftermarket uh, stinky fab uh, aftermarket passenger upper on the axle because when he bought the Jeep, like, I don't know, a couple months ago, the axle, the upper link was already ripped off. And then he broke that off. Um, the welds were less than sufficient. And Yikes. so it, it ripped that off the top. And I'm not picking on you, Cole. I'm just stating the facts. Uh, so it happens. We've it all does. been there. It does. And so that was ripped off and then he cleaned it up already at the, at camp. And then I'm guessing what happened was it ripped that loose or off. And then it was acting as a three link. And then when he went to go do something rowdy again, it probably tugged on that lower control arm so hard that it ripped it. And then it just kept kind of working its way loose throughout the day. Yeah. And, uh, then he, he cleaned up both of those for me. Uh, so when he got backed in here, I went ahead and we jacked it up, threw it on a jack stand, pulled off the passenger wheel, dropped the axle down, got me as much room as I could get for working room. I grabbed the grinder, cleaned off the top of the axle, got all the weld off the top of the axle that was remaining, um, cleaned all that up. And then I cleaned up the bracket on the bottom for the uh, lower link bracket. It was, mm-hmm. it literally, it tore in half. So there was a little Jeez. bit left on the axle and on a big chunk in my hand. He said he spent about an hour straightening that bracket back up to where he could get it to look kind of like a bracket again. And uh, <laughs> it was close, but it was off by when you get one part to line up, the other part was off by like three quarters of an inch. Now, the good news is it's real lightweight gauge metal. And so I was able to just kind of manhandle it with by hand and maybe a pair of pliers to really get it back kind of to fit sort of good enough that you could put some glue on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I stuck the upper link on there and burned it in on one side, put a tack on it, tack the other side, burned it in. I burned in a couple of places that they had not welded up. Uh, the stinky fab has a, a gusset on the back side of it that comes down the, the mount aren't like, so on a Dana 30, if you don't know the passenger link upper link mount is usually about four or five inches tall. And so it's just a real thin, like it's on the two, on the tube. Yeah. It's like a three quarter inch wide piece of chunk that goes straight up and the bushing slides through it. And then on the backside, they put kind of like a jet shaped kind of, you know, flares at the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. 
put that on there as a gusset. So I ended up getting all that kind of formed in place and took some pliers and crimped that down to the axle so we could get it all tight, you know, like it should be burned all that in as best I could. And then we burned in the lower tab, got everything put back together. It took a little finagling. Um, it wasn't exactly as it should have been, but it was good enough and got that all burned in and good to go. After I got it all burned in, he pops over to his truck and he's like, I got you something. I'm like, okay, here we go. What are we going to get? And he whips out a bottle. This is what the whole story is for. Whips out a bottle of <laughs> wild turkey, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. It's wild turkey 101. Ooh. Yeah. And he's like, I figured it. He's like, I know you like the bourbons. So I figured you would like this. So, Cole, this one's for you. Nice. Steve's drinking out of the bottle. Mm. That is good, actually. Mm-hmm. Wild turkey, what kind? 101. Just 101. Mm-hmm. It says 101 proof, I assume. Um, 50. Yeah, I think it is. Yep, 101 proof. Stay wrong. You know, it's not as hot as I would have expected for 101 proof. Right? Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. good, actually. It's good, good flavor. Thanks, Cole. All right, we'll set that back over there. Okay. What else you know? What else? What do I know? Um, how is... I don't know, man. How is things going at Tesla? Tesla. Good. Good. It's busy, man. There's a lot of really smart people there, and I feel like an idiot. You working on getting that <laughs> so, cyber truck together yet? Uh, I can't comment on that. You know this. <laughs> Huh? Figured I'd figured I'd ask. Figured I'd ask. Can't, Some people are. Can't get, I think. can't get no d- um, updates on the Cybertruck. Right on. Yeah. There was a tweet that is public domain, so I can speak about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Elon made a couple of weeks ago. He was like, "By the way, the Cybertruck's gonna float," and that was the first. Well, it wasn't the first that we'd heard about it, but that <laughs> idea got squashed <laughs> a while back. <laughs> And now it's back on. So yeah, there will be, it will be cyber truck boat. Cyber truck boat. I don't know. Actually, if it, I, I don't know <laughs> what happened after that. Cause it's outside of my like area of knowledge. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but I just thought it was funny, like getting an engineering order through Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So maybe the people that need to know knew. <laughs> I hope so, man. Uh, <laughs> that's a weird way to run a business, if not. But you know what? Seemed like you're doing okay. Yeah, it's got to figure it out, I guess. By they, I mean we, I guess now. <laughs> <laughs> we got it figured out. Don't worry uh, about it. Uh huh. Yeah. Right on. Oh, it's, uh, no, it's cool, man. And I'm uh, I'm excited to hopefully drive some fast Teslas in the future. Engineers get uh, to drive engineering vehicles from time to time. So. Might be able to drive a plaid, which would what, be cool. Uh, what department are you like engineering, but what do you specifically work on? Just electronic devices, um, specking them and testing them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so you like in charge like the circuit, like you can trade charge like radio or door locks. Uh, a little bit more <laughs> battery protection than that, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Turn signals or brake lights? More related to the brake lights, I guess. Oh, okay. The regen. Right. You know, oh, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I like it. Um, Gas pedal. And 
charge charge plug. Mm-hmm. All the currents, all the volt amps. Um, yeah, so it's been good. Um, they pay me a few bucks to ride my bike to work, so I've been riding my bike to work. Oh, really? They week. pay you a few bucks to ride your bike to work? So, yeah, there, there's like, like a program. I don't know exactly how many people are there, but there's probably 50% of the number of people that work there, uh, parking spaces. Oh, so they encourage people to take other forms of transportation, transportation. Um, if you carpool, you get some money. If you ride your bike, you get some money or a scooter or whatever. Um, it's not like, you know, it, it's like 15 bucks pre-tax. So it's like, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks or something yeah. like that. After all is said and done. Um, but, you know. How far is it to work? Six miles. And oh, it's two bad. big hills. <laughs> so two big in hills. In good shape. <laughs> do big yeah. hills. I mean, they're not huge, but like, I can't, like, normally on a flat ground, I can probably maintain like 12 to 14 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing like five, six five. of these things. Okay. So, so take you half hour to work. Right yeah, pretty much. Yeah. A little bit longer to go and then a little bit shorter to come back. Oh, the hill. More downhill. The hills are one way. Yeah. It's oh, not, man. Well, you're there, living, are, there are some other. You're living yeah, in some fine times, man. When I was yeah, right. when I was your age, it was yeah, uphill exactly. both ways. In the uh, snow. In yeah, in San Francisco. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. No, How? It's been good. Um haven't done any haven't really started planning an off road trip. The truck is back together, so I probably should figure that out. Um but we went up to Napa last weekend and that was awesome. Sweet. Emily making it out there. Is very tasty. Hmm? Emily's made it out there. She's out there. Emily's out. Sweet. Yep. She got here two weeks ago. Sweet. Um, yeah. Been meeting people, hanging out with people. How is she acclimating? Some mountain biking. She likes it more than she thought she did. Mm. Or she likes it more than she thought she She's was like, going to. She's like, hold on a second. You mean it's not going to get cold here soon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, ah, it's going to cool off. But, um, uh, it's not going to get cold. She was like, she was like, what'd she say? She's like, she wants to be salty about it because she loves Chicago. We both love Chicago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously didn't want to move away. Um, but she like, she explains it like this. She's like, it's like one of those people that you work with that you hate, you hate the job. And, but they're just, you show up to work and they're always smiling at you and you're trying to be angry and it just won't let you because it's, you wake up every morning <laughs> and it's sunny. And I know it's not warm right now, but it's like fifties. It's not freezing. Yeah. Yeah. I rode my bike the last couple of days. I rode my bike is in the forties on the way to work, but it gets into the fifties or sixties later in the day. So right. it's, and it, I don't think it gets much worse than this. So <laughs> yeah, not too bad. I, you guys are somewhat right in line with Modesto, but Modesto is closer to the little bit closer to the desert. I think. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing some, uh, some Snapchats of snow in Modesto. So like it gets down, I mean, it get down mm-hmm. to 30. But I don't think yeah. you're gonna, you're not going to get down to zero long term. No, the bay. I think the bay helps keep like the bay area cities warmer uh-huh. in the winter. Uh-huh. But like San Francisco, so I'm not in San Francisco. San Francisco actually gets pretty chilly, and it's always foggy, and there's some rain there. Um, so the weather's not as optimal as a little bit further south. Yeah. Um, because and we're blocked. We. So we have the Santa Cruz mountains to the west of us. So between 
Oh. Palo Alto, where I live, there's like a very small mountain range that blocks a lot of the fog, right? Uh, so you'll actually sometimes see the fog coming over the mountains and then it peters out. Oh. Um, so we don't get nearly as much fog here as San Francisco does. We still do, but usually it's cleared up by like 9 a.m. or something like that. Not bad. Uh, no, not at all. Um, and then I think as you go further south, it gets a little bit warmer still, which makes sense, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an interesting place out here, man, because you're like, oh, it's nice here. And then you like you go like an hour away and it's like a completely different, you know, 10, 20 degree temperature difference, mm-hmm. which is pretty sometimes hotter, sometimes colder. So I'm looking so, at the, I'm looking at the map here. I'm looking at the map and I see where Palo Alto is and all that. And mm-hmm. uh, um, how far are you from the coast then? 20 miles? Um, Santa Cruz is about 45 minutes. It's probably like we're so, Moon Bay, similarly. So work must be uh, on the north side of San Jose? Work is on the west side of Palo Alto. So oh. right at the base of the mountains. Oh, nice. I imagine if I zoom in, I'll see it. By 280. Yeah, you can just search oh, yeah. for Tesla it right HQ. There. It says right there, Tesla HQ. Huh. Mm-hmm. How about that? Is that one of or the HQ? X. X? X HQ. What does that they mean? Moved, the uh, original. Moved it to Austin. Oh, yeah. Isn't that something? So, but it's nice because now we have, they, they're like redoing a whole bunch of stuff to like add more lab space and all that jazz. So, um, but there's like, they're not going to be on Google Maps, but there's like, a lot of Tesla facilities around yeah, the Bay Area in oh, Fremont. Really? There's a couple in Palo Alto. In that um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm, that's pretty awesome. I like it. It sounds pretty cool. I'd s- like to come out sometime yeah. and visit. I'm sure my wife would be on yeah, board man. for that. Um, well, if you this is the room you'd be staying in because uh, looks boxy. We'll get rid of all the boxes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it'll be gone by the time you make it out here. I'm sure. Looks, looks boxy. <laughs> We got an extra bed. Just we used to have we used to have a guest bed in its own room and an office in its own room and then an extra room with nothing in it except for like a what's the stationary bike? What's the elevation? Now there? it's all in one place. Sea level fifty. I don't know. Hundred oh, feet. I don't know. It's not gonna be high enough for a uh, for a good vacation. Could need some altitude. <laughs> not to have another baby. <laughs> Gonna need some altitude. She uh, sent me a, th- she sent me a link. This is PMI probably or TMI. It's TM- TMI. TMI. Uh, 30 feet. She's 30 feet above sea level oh, here. Jesus. She sent me a, uh, what the fuck was it? It's a concert listing that they're getting ready at. There's mm-hmm. like a concert next year. It's George Strait, Chris Stapleton and somebody else. Uh, and she's like, do you want to go to this? And she's asking if I want to go with uh, our friends, Derek and Ashley. And I was like, I don't know. She's, she sent off to them and Derek's like Tampa. Well, Tampa's the same weekend as the truck show here in Rantoul. I'm like, I don't think you're mm. going to want to miss a truck show to go to a concert in Tampa. Although Tampa. Um, and I said, I saw on there is Denver. And I was like, let's go to Denver. I'm like I'm in a red rocks. Uh, I have not a clue. Did not pay oh, attention. If it's a Red Rocks, you should go because yeah. Red Rocks is dope. I've I actually mean, I've never been for a show, but I did go there and it's awesome. And Emily's been there and she said it was awesome. It's just because it's just outside. Yeah. 
it's an open theater. Mm-hmm. It and like, does um, not say. It cool. just says. It just says Denver, Colorado. When is it? Because if it's in the winter, it's not at Red Rocks. No, it's in the. <laughs> it's in June. Oh, it might be Red Rocks. Uh huh. Um, well, that'd be sweet. It would be, and I was like, "Let's go!" And she was like, "Meh." Um, <laughs> it's like I'll tell Derek to uh, you know play it safe because uh, that altitude is tricky. <laughs> um, is it Red Rocks Park Amphitheater? Yeah. Oh, it's legit like Red Rocks. Yeah, like you're sitting on the rocks. Oh, legit. Built into the like Garden of the Gods type Bro, rock that's awesome. Um, I wonder if their if their concert dates will have any information. Um, May twenty three. Oh, I can't tell you if it is or not because they have May twenty eighth and then August eleventh. There's nothing in between. So. Mm-hmm. Not sure about that. Maybe, huh. yeah, maybe they're negotiating then. Uh, it could be. So anyway, um, like we're definitely going to Denver. We just don't know where yet. Right? Yeah, definitely going to Denver. And on this date, and also if that's the case, they may not have it released yet. I think the tickets go on sale this week. Yeah, I think it's this week. So maybe since if the tickets aren't on sale, maybe they can't do that yet. Could be. Could be. So anyway. That's uh yeah, I'd love to go back to Denver. I didn't get to play in Denver enough. Um Yeah, man. Or or go even up, yeah. Go up to Array or something like that or mm-hmm. do some uh some overlanding. I'd like to go play hang out in uh was it Lions? Where would no it wasn't Lions. What was that town up there? There was a town when we came out of the Rockies. We came out of the um meh. What's that park? Estes Park? Yeah. Rocky Mountain National Park? Yeah, yeah. When we came out of Estes Park, there was a town that we dropped down and went through. I don't remember where it is now, but it was cool. It was really pretty. And I feel like it was a very, um, yeah, there's lions. I feel there's, like. I was going to say, there's two ways out of Estes Park. There's yeah. one that goes through like almost Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. So if you were swinging by left hand, that's probably how you would have taken and we, then there's a way well, that's we a little went, bit more direct. We went through, um, what is the name of that brewery? Blue, um, Oscar Blues. Mm, gotcha. Which I think was in Lions. Yeah. I mean, mistaken. they're all, I mean, you got left hand, you got Fort Collins, you got, uh huh. Who knows what else? Oscar Blues. I, yeah. I, I remember seeing it on, the, on like a corner. Oh, yeah. When I was out there. Yeah. You saw what? Oscar Oscar Blues. Blues. Yeah. Yeah. I think I want to say it was in, uh, it was in Lions, but I don't remember. Anyhow, that's probably right. There's another town that we went bebopping through somewhere in there that was pretty cool looking. I was like, we should go here. Like, we should hang out here. Uh, But we did not. So, and it wasn't Longmont. So I don't remember what town it was. It was a town. Longmont's where Left Hand is. Yeah. And that's where we went when we got into town. Yep. I don't remember. But maybe if I if I backtracked, I would tell you. Um, we got other stuff to do on this podcast, like off-road things, talk about doing off-road stuff. I'm gonna go wheeling <laughs> on the twelfth for a night run at the Badlands. I have a lot of lights to put on before then. And I really <laughs> I really need to spend a day or two. I need to spend a day tearing the Jeep apart so I can get the uh new buckets put in there. I've not done that yet. But I did Which get buckets. 
yeah, my rear uh, shackle buckets are trashed. And so oh, I, I bought you. new ones. That's right. Um, and those came in. And uh, I also got uh, rear bumper mounts off of eBay that slide inside the frame. I would love to get a rear bumper fabricated at some point. Um, oh, so they're just like fabricator pieces that slide in and then you build around it? Uh, yeah, so it's essentially... If you're going to keep your stock bumper, uh, these take the place of the original mounts that were just bolted to the body. And these mm-hmm. go, you cut out the rear of the body there to access the inner side of the unibody. And you slide these bad boys in there and then you bolt up through the bottom of the unibody like you would be putting a hitch in and it just sandwiches everything together. Nice. Yeah. So you're not going to pull. And you just build off of out. that. Mm, yep. Yep. You can just build off yeah. that. Or you could, bump, you could bolt your factory bumper back in place if that's what you wanted to do. Or you can bolt oh. in any bumper that would bolt up like a factory bumper. Uh, me, I'm going to build a two bumper of sorts. I have not figured out exactly what my plan is. Uh, it's going to be something that is flush, pretty much. Probably stick out an inch or two behind the hit, the hatch. And it's going to have a hitch integrated into the center of it. It'll nice. probably be built out of something like some quarter wall two by four or something like that. Um, it'll probably have some D ring mounts on it and, uh, which I think I've bought some of those now that I think about it. Um, it'll probably have some of those on there and it'll have, um, it'll probably, I was just discussing this the other day when Cole was here, we were kind of talking about how I'm going to do the back end of it. Uh, when I put the new quarter skins on and we were talking about like the cut, how I want to do the cut on the back end. And I was like, if I replace the taillight buckets with a different, like a home-built bucket or something like that, and just put like an LED in there, then I could come around the back side and actually kind of comp cut at an angle and then kind of bring that down to the bumper. I haven't figured mm-hmm. out what I'm going to do yet, but it was kind of a thought in my, in my brain to shave off like the bottom part of the taillight, maybe like shave off like two and a half inches off the taillight and really bring that yeah. up. Not that I need it, but Who keep- did that. That I've seen recently. Josh, when he built his skins, they go out and cover the taillight. So oh, maybe is, that's what I was thinking he of. He's far from DOT illegal now. Oh, no, 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 no. It's um, Nick LeBlanc. Oh, what his do you do? taillights, I think, are cut. I didn't even pay attention. Oh, did he actually cut the taillight? Yeah, because he's got, he had those 40, I, I keep so. wanting to call them 43s, but they're 40s, I think. They're 40s, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they just look so big on his Jeep. He got the tail light. I think so. Sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's not him. But eh, I don't know. I'll find it in a second here. Um, it might be. Oh, I think so, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he cut the he cut him on an angle to bring his cage in. Yep. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for the that's cage, what you're. Yep, that's what you're talking about. Yep. He just cut the actual tail light, which isn't a terrible look. You just lose the no, turn signal on the bottom. In, does he live in Texas? Florida. He lives in Texas a lot. Florida, like lower Florida. That's right. Um, yeah. He doesn't wheel in Texas a lot. Yeah, that's what the SF did you and SFR automotive is. Did South you, did you not listen to his episode? That was on part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm starting to turn into listening? Mike where my memory is just so bad. <laughs> a lot of things lately, man. You start shuffling <laughs> enough stuff. Um, in there but anyway, I guess my, the point I was trying to make is that he doesn't <clears> live <throat> in the in the wet. Oh yeah, the wintery. Mm-hmm. But 
kind of does. Like Florida's got a lot of mud. A lot of his pictures also have him in oh, a yeah. lot of mud. So he must have sealed up the taillights somehow. He gets in a lot guessing. of shit. Yeah. I think you might be right. Um, back back to the bumper talk though. Because <clears throat> um, you mentioned D ring mounts. Yes. And now that we're moving, we as the off roading community, I think just in general, not everybody, but it's most people. Loop. Moving to synthetic yes. line yeah. and mm. soft shackles and stuff like that. Do D rings make sense anymore? It's just another thing to well, fail or something. I mean, like that. it's a it's a hole in a chunk of one inch plate. Oh, you mean like um like yeah. shackle like threaded shackle hole mounts? Yeah, I gotcha. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Not so like, currently I have like D rings. You know, trailer. Yeah, no, not like that. That's what's on there now, and I absolutely hate them because the if you look clank, at the back clank, of my clank, Jeep, clank, clank. if you look at the back of my Jeep, it just got lucky enough that where they welded those on when they put those on the hitch because they're welded to the hitch, and just straight oh. above those is a factory like uh, hole for whatever, uh, right above both of them. And if you look at the back of my Jeep, they're zip tied to the body, so they don't go ding so, ding 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Because every time you, um, yeah. I was going to say, so for the D-ring mounts, put a chamfer on the mm-hmm. on the thing, or radius ideally, but if you can even just chamfer it so it's not sharp, then mm-hmm. you can run a soft shackle through there. Because that's the biggest thing on mine is that I okay. still run the D-rings or whatever, the shackles, mm-hmm. because I can't thread it through. It would be too sharp and it would tear a soft shackle. I think. It's fine. It's got the Cordura on it. It's fine. I don't know, man. It's pretty it's sharp. Fine. Like you can run your finger along it and be like, hmm, I didn't cut it, but like that's it's fine. Sharp. Nah, mm. I'm fine. We'll see. Uh, really what I need to find is like a, a um You know what would do that job? A, uni, a, a, a uh, unibit? Yes. That's like big enough though. It needs what to be you, like bigger than an inch and a quarter or whatever. What you need <laughs> what you need <laughs> is a router. But I know I couldn't fit a router in. It's too close to the like bumper. You oh, know what you I mean? Can't fit it's in. like flat uh, surface and then hole like uh-huh. right here. Yeah. So like a unit bit yeah. would probably do it if I got a big enough one. Hmm. Or just hit get at it with a file. But I don't think I'll still be I still don't think I'll be able to get to that inner part yeah. with a file very easily. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Dremel. That's probably the best bet. Maybe. Or error. Yeah. Uh, with an earlier grinder, mm-hmm. get you get you a uh, uh, fuck. Do they call those neural bits. They have a name, a burbit, a burbit. That's it. Burbite. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that's still going to be pretty rough edge. Yeah, it'll thinking, give you uh, it'll give you the radius barrel sander on a Dremel. Yeah, but you could radius it with the burbit, and then you could finish oh, yeah, it up, yeah, yeah. clean it up with the up. sanding or whatever. Yeah, that's not a mm-hmm. terrible idea. Maybe before I put mine in, maybe I'll have them chamfered to some degree. Find somebody that can do that or break a router out. Or you out. can just buy like a big uh, countersink bit for like 30 bucks on Amazon or something. Just what? On a flat surface. Like huh. a chamfer bit, you know, or a countersink bit, I mean. Mm, like a three-quarter inch countersink bit? Sounds like pricey. Yeah. That sounds um, pricey. Let's, let's find Can out. Can I get one that has like a perfect, like soft 90? That's what you need. Or you just need a router. That's what they, that uh, guy that came in here, the Kenworth a while back, all, everything was radius. Mm-hmm. Like all the things that they built were nice and had a nice soft radius on them. I was like, man, that looks really good. He goes, yeah, we used a router. I was like, oh my God, 
was like, I bet there was chips <laughs> everywhere. He goes, oh yeah, it was Chip City. Because <laughs> everything was made out of aluminum. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I wonder how long a router I found bit. one that's three quarters. I don't know if that's three quarters. That's probably the OD. Yeah. So it would fit right through the bigger hole. bigger than that. You need like a one inch. Yeah. So search one inch. The three quarter is comes in a set and it's 25 bucks. Mm, that's not terrible. And what that. is it? A, cha- yeah. a, a, a countersink bit? Countersink drill bit. Uh, one inch. One inch, 82 degree. 31 bucks. High speed steel. Hmm. I'll send you the link. One oh. inch countersink. Holy Jesus. <laughs> there, send a link in chats. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I see what you're looking at. Oh, that's a bad mother trucker. Mm-hmm. Usually $14. Now only... Oh, that's not big enough. That's got a quarter inch hex no, on you it. Make sure you click on one inch size. Otherwise, you'd be unhappy. <laughs> I can get him an Irwin. What size is that? Three quarter inch max, probably. Um, oh, three quarter. Oh, $94. yeah. $94. Better make sure you're doing that as a profession at that point. Yeah, right. One and, inch isn't bad, though. One inch for 35, 37, I mean. Yeah. That's not too bad. Half inch. It's oh. not big oh. enough. Oh. Oh. There's a. <laughs> Irwin bit set at Lowe's, but I cannot see how big the biggest one was. It just said like a half inch and three eighths and yarda yarda yarda. Uh, yeah, but a carrot three quarter inch. Wah, wah, wah. Um, hmm. fuck them bits. All right, <coughs> back to looking at trucks. I mean, uh, off road things. <laughs> Save that for the Patreon. <laughs> Ooh, ram them two weeks in a row. They'd be pissed. <laughs> ram them two weeks in a row. Oh my God. Hmm. Anyways, how in the world am I going to give away this fine pieces of equipment that's on my table? I don't know, Steve. How? I, don't, I honestly don't know. I'm asking you for ideas. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I haven't really thought about this at all. Roll the dice. Have how many listeners do we have? That many side of dice. Ooh, twelve hundred side dice. Yes, it's a, that's gonna be a tricky a circle. one. It's a sphere. <laughs> Let me see. What'd be a fun way to give this away to the people that listen to this? Ooh, I was gonna say it'd be cool if we bring it to the Badlands the next time you're there and have a mm. raffle, but that really limits it to only be, local listeners. That'd be cool if it was like for one of our events, but also that um no, I'm thinking like gosh, what's a fun way to give things away? Like Mike was always good at this, like go to Burger King and take a picture of your truck with a tire on the curb and a box of noogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry Mike, I gave you a, a really thick yeah, it didn't sound anything like Trailer Mike Park except accent. for the content. <laughs> uh, uh, we could also take a page out of Fred and Dave's book where oh, they I'm just listening. drive around and then just like yeet it out the window and they're like, it's over here somewhere. Go find it. Good luck. Oh, no, I'm not close enough to anybody and the audience isn't big enough for that. Yeah, you're right. I need... Yeah, you'd, you'd throw it out and they'd be like, hey, did anybody find it? <laughs> Three people would be like, we looked for it, but we couldn't find it. The first person to find me 
2018 Ram 1500 Sport they're white. <laughs> Binders B is a fancy schmancy piece of equipment, which we haven't fancy. really said no, what it is. We yet. haven't, we'll but we will. We're, we're going to go into depth as soon as we figure out how we're giving it away. But but the listeners who listened last week will know. They know. They will. All right, ladies, we figured it out. Here's unpause marker. Unpause marker. I've noticed. I've noticed that they've listened to episodes. Um, that it'll just be like, da, 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 da. Uh, okay, we're back, or not even that. Like, um, <laughs> da, 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 da. wait a second. Okay, we're back. Oh, really? My episode sound <laughs> like, like that? No, not. Oh. It doesn't sound like. I don't know how to describe it. It's just this is my it's podcast. Just such a seamless. It's such a se- yeah. It's such a seamless. You like, know it stopped. Pause, unpause. That like the listeners like wait. Something happened, but they don't know what. Yeah, usually I try to make it so seamless that you have no idea that I was even gone. Um, I'm sure that's happened sometimes too, but I had to do that last week's Patreon. Joel took it off the deep end. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's like, sorry, man. I don't know why we record these things at night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. All right. We're back. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Um, to win this wonderful piece of item, you're going to have to work for it. You feel me? All right. Here's the deal. You have got to go. Not that hard. It's not that hard. Make a post on your social medias of any variety. I really don't care where that where it's at. But in that post, make sure to tag more flight. Wink, wink. Foreshadowing. And <laughs> T.O.P. Uh, in your post. And... Then screenshot that post and then go follow. This is where it gets tricky. Go follow Five Lug Fever on Instagram and message that picture to me there. Okay. So we're going to keep track of you guys. Okay. Now that you got that, go make a post with Total Over Podcast and More Flight. Screenshot your post and send it to the DM box at Five Lug Fever. On Instagram, five underscore lug underscore beaver. Right on? Okay. Oh, by the way, you must enter your screenshot by this coming Friday, Friday. November 4th. Correct. Is that correct? Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Okay. Now that all the underscores, that all the underscores, because we're underscore people. Here's the thing. Here's what we're doing. Okay. You can't see this, but let me tell you, I've got all the goodies. Dang, man, that looks got, fancy as I've plastic. Hell. I've got all the things. So here's the deal. What I have in my hands that I'm going to give away to you guys. Fresh from the Morflate factory. The ultimate tire, ultimate off-road tire repair kit. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. That's an experience. Here's what comes in this when you order this. When you, <laughs> when you, if you were to order one of these, okay, you're not going to have to because you're going to win it. But if you were to order one, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get the ultimate off-road tire repair kit. So this is a box that has all your goodies in it. We'll go over the goodies, the contents momentarily. Also, you get a bag of glue treads. You get four rubber glue treads and all of the accoutrement to adhere them to your hole in your tire. Also, you get the Colby valve. You get a pair of Colby valves. Uh with this kit as well. So what this really is, is and what, and Tyler uh, kind of pitched this when I was speaking to him about it, when we first talked is this is essentially your spare tire delete kit. That's what this is, Derek. I, 
I know. This is your spare tire delete kit. With all of the things that you see here. Why are you looking at me? The spare tires. Well, I got nobody else to look at. Are you, are you, are you saying my truck is heavy as F? I'm saying this weighs less than your spare. In fact, it this by a lot. This almost weighs less than the lug nuts for your spare. Yeah, weigh less than the lug nuts for my spare. No, I don't use. I don't have spare lug nuts. It's it's not too I have heavy. Spare lug nut. I have one spare lug nut. If you had eight spare lug nuts, this would weigh the uh, the same. It's the equivalent of. Okay. All right. So when we open up the old uh, ultimate, let me move out. Let me move the glue treads out of the way here, and then we'll get the old Colby valves also set aside here. Okay. Um, when you open the spare tire. Uh, ultimate spare tire kit here. What you have inside is you have six valve stems, six regular rubber valve stems in case you need to like pull through from pull the through. inside. Yep. Normal rubber valve stems. They come with a pair of needle nose pliers to extract anything you may have lodged in your tire. You know, I just realized Which, they don't have a, uh, they don't have a puller for the valve stem. Well, they like kind of do a little tire cross thing. They do have a tire cross. You're right. So yeah, okay. they do. Yeah, they can, have a puller. If you have that and some screwdrivers, you can pull them through. And that it well, and then it also comes with this little bucket of lube here. There's a. I was gonna semi- say you could you could just spit on it. You could and spit on it, enough, but that's even better. Yep, you could put a little alcohol on it if you like. And if you got some bush latte there that you want to pour on your valve stem, it'll help slipper on through there. Um. Hmm. So, what's up? If you got got like a don't don't think about an engineer. If you're camping, like if you're gonna be on the Rubicon or might have some soap uh, Harlan for three days, you might have some soap. Yeah. Just spit on it. Okay. But but it comes with lube, so you don't need any of that. Yes. See, you don't need any of that. It comes with a razor blade, an extendable razor blade here. Nice. A nice one, actually, metal. And uh this this here, it's one of the the breakaway ones. You know, gets dull, you just snap off piece. Uh So it comes with that to uh trim off any uh extra that you may have. It comes with it comes with so many plugs. Oh my! Like I can't even hold on. I gotta. Pl- I haven't counted these up yet. So each pack of plugs has got five plugs in it, and it comes with. Oh my god! It comes with like fuck the ten 40? of them. I forty. It might be forty. Fifty. Fifty-five. Um. Oh, it's probably fifty-five. They've been listening. <laughs> it actually comes with fifty. Fifty. Um, your plugs. So these are wow. the these and are the, rope, these are rope plugs, and they're the red kind. I don't know if that matters. Oh yeah, yeah, red's high temp. Is it? Oh, <laughs> which is good for it comes. For it comes with fifty red, already stickified rope plugs uh, to stick in any holes that may get, um, that may you may acquire. Then it comes with the reamer tool. It the comes rasp. with the rope plug, the rasp. That's what it's called, a rasp. Then it comes with a plug installation tool here. You got a fancy name for this one? Uh, this no. here's a T-handled <laughs> rope installation tool. These things, okay. Or normally, polar. normally you pick up a, a rasp, a T-handled rasp, and you pick up a T-handled uh, uh, a installation tool, rope right? Installation and tool. You gotta, and you got to put that sucker in there, right? You've, you've run that rasp through there, okay? It's pretty tough. You got it all reamed out, right? And then you go to put your, your plug in there, and you feel like you're going to break the handle off in your hand because you're pushing so hard. Let me, I'm not going to drop this one because it's got a little, it's got a metal thing. It's going to make a lot of noise. All right. I'm going to drop the rasp on the table. Whoa. You're not breaking that one. Okay. Yeah. That, that sucker is beef. solid. It's solid steel. The handle solid steel and rubber coated. 
It weighs as much as two lug nuts. It's a thick boy. Two spare lug nuts. It's a thick boy. Um, So I was super pleased when I opened this thing up and found that inside. I was like, "Holy cow!" I got and the the T handle uh, rope puller thing is the same. Same, yeah, both the same handle. And it comes. So what's the rattly thing on the T handle? Because most like cheapo tire lug sets don't have like a moving part. Um. I don't, is that to, I can't really pull that off there. Is that what that's for? Hold on. Oh, 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 oh you put the thing through and the then phone. pull it on. Yeah, right. I think you can. That's, that's tough. I don't know. You broke it. I'm going to. Oh, oh, oh broke it. <laughs> She's fucked. Huh. Well. I think we're giving this one away and not selling it to people. <laughs> no, no, this one's mine. <laughs> okay. We're giving Tyler. Tyler's going to ship out the other one. There it is. Okay. I got it. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> maybe. Did you read the instructions, Steve? Cause I feel uh, like no. you didn't read the instructions. No, I don't think I did. Uh, all right. We'll put that back and not break it. Going on their website right now. Here, here's the good news. <laughs> I didn't break it. Uh, Inside of this kit, also the last thing that you get with it. So you also get an extra rasp up here, the uh, which a different uh-huh. a different style rasp for smaller holes. This one here is a is a knurled rasp, and then you get another alternate installation tool right here, a secondary installation bit, uh, and they're up here tucked up behind the old valve stems. Okay, and then the last but not least, you get your uh, little kit here. This kit has got. Six nylon valve caps. It has got six uh, chrome plated um, valve caps. It's got six of your like air through style valve caps, which I don't think anybody in the off-road industry is ever going to use any of those, but they're in here. And then Derek, it comes with six valve cores and then it comes through with that little T handle with your T handle core tool here for your valve. Oh, nice. Okay. So you have all that. You got your core tool, yeah. all your goodies. Now, here's something I have never seen. This is a rubber nail. Have you ever seen a rubber nail? I know. Okay. A rubber nail, Steve. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to come over here to the, I'm going to come, I'm going to pause this and come show you and then we'll discuss. Oh boy. And there goes all that. Okay. What are those things for? Back in here. Okay. So a rubber nail. It's got a steel head on it, okay, the size of like a, a small nail, and then it has, you know, it might be steel shanked all the way through. In fact, I think it is. What it has is a progressively larger body that has um, barbs on it, rubber barbs. Mm-hmm. So say you got a small thorn in your tire or something like that or a small nail in your tire, you don't want to go hogging it out with the old rasp, right? Like, I don't, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Instead, it might not even fit. Instead, you lube this feller up, you give an old one two into the tire, and you push it down until it's flush. Call it a nice. day. It's done. Tire's fixed. It's called, according to Morflake's like website, this. a quick nail plug. See, I told you it's a rubber nail. That is something I've not seen, and I ran tire. I did I was in the tire industry for eight years. Never seen one hmm. of those. I like it. I like it a lot. By the way, on the two things. One, the the rope install, T-handle rope install thing. Yeah. Called the needle plunger. And the thing that you're playing with right now that everybody can hear is a built-in stopper. 
In case you get hog wild. In case, yeah, I guess if you're like really pushing it and like it goes, <laughs> zoop, and you're like, shit, I pushed the whole damn plug in there. I guess no, you can't do that with this kit. I guess if it was a, huh? I guess if you had a big old a big hole, hole, yeah, yeah big, a big hole. old hole, yeah, you could not sink your hand down into it. <laughs> right, yeah, dude. you don't want to lose your fucking knuckle in there. Hmm. Um, but the other I thing feel like the stopper should be on the rasp. With it, you haven't really uh, discussed. This is a blow molded carrying case. Oh, which is yeah. really, really, really nice. I said it came in a nice uh, carrying case. Didn't I say that? No, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. I don't know if you said that. Maybe you did. It's in. It's in I... a nice. It's in a nice carrying case here. It's black in color, and it's got a snap. It it's got a snap on it. You snap it. I can't hear that. Um. No, legit. So what's this thing retail for? One twenty nine? Fifty. What? For the for just the tire repair kit though. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. The whole, just the tire. No, the whole the whole the, shebang. Okay, here we go. The, the more plate extreme tire repair kit, which has everything they were about to discuss, yes. is one twenty five. But this is just yeah. the plug kit. Yeah, one twenty five for everything That's we just far. talked about. Um with the with the glue treads, with the Colby valves. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly? I think it's a pretty solid value. It's pretty good. That's what my thought is on it. Um, I don't know what Colby valves cost, but they ain't cheap. I, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna uh, order eBay, one. They're not cheap. No, I think this. I think a pair of Colby valves is it twenty or forty for a pair. Thirty five bucks. Thirty five. Okay, so almost forty bucks for a pair of Colby valves. Um, I mean, you could probably cheap out and get knockoff Colby valves, but uh, why do would that. you do that to Colby? <laughs> I, I'm just no. I'm not. I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying like I also saw um, some for a little bit cheaper, but. Go for the Colby. Go for the Morphlate kit. It's nice. Don't mess around. Okay, but hold on, because I never heard about a Colby valve before now. And here's what? what it is. It is You don't listen to this podcast. It's a factual, like that's a factual statement <laughs> at this point. You just I listened to last you week's just episode. Don't. Have we You're talked like, about it before then? Derek's like, listen, if I'm not on it, I'm not listening. Well, I don't listen to it when I'm on it either, because I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you no, go I, back I, I and the, do make an effort back, to listen to every episode that I am not on, so I at least know what's going on. Now, if you talked about it on the Patreon, 50 50 chance that I listened to it, right. it was on the main, it was on the main, dear patrons. Last week, <clears throat> hold on, dear patrons, will one of you go back and find the episode where Ian and I discussed Colby valves and then? Oh, tag man, Derek I don't have a 800 that times goes back that long. If it was you and Ian talking about it, tag Derek 800 times in the Patreon chat. Oh no, it's over. Please don't. Your life's over. Jeepsis Rice has already put out gonna, the request. I'm gonna uninstall Facebook <laughs> Messenger. <laughs> if he does that, slide <laughs> up in his DMs. Oh my God, no. <clears throat> At D-Man Blue Freak. Blue Freak. I mean, I'll just turn my phone off for like three days. <laughs> turn it on, it melts. I can go off grid. <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit. I have the technology or the lack thereof. Um, uh, yeah, Kobe Valves. We discussed them well, on, a, on a prior episode. But uh, let's okay, hear your so thoughts. For, the, the others who haven't listened to that episode, <laughs> in case you're new, um, within the last year and a half. <laughs> uh they're just emergency tire valves. You can install them from the outside of the, the wheel. So you don't have to, you don't have to like break the bead loose, get behind there, it's shove it in, pull it well. out from the outside. You can just drip, 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 drip from the outside, cut off the shitty valve that's in there, shove it in, 
put a Colby valve in, boom. Now done. I will say, even though I have oh they're cool. The the Colby valve set comes with an extra set of rubber uh installers. So even though I have heard of said Colby valve, I have not used a Colby valve. And uh what the technology is is the inner shank that is the valve stem has a tapered lower and then it has a rubber and it has a rubber grommet here. And as you cinch down the upper nut, um, it just broadens out the rubber base to, uh, to go into the tire. It's a, it's a super slick. Cool. Oh boy. When they go on there, they go on there. They don't come back off. Whoops. Might've ruined that one. Well, well, (laughs) One time use, <laughs> but it, it might be when they go on there, they don't come off is what he just said. And that's what you want in a tire valve. You want that tire valve to stay put. That fucker's done though. And they go and do it. <laughs> now just don't uh, install it. Not on the wheel. Cause otherwise you will have a useless Colby valve like Steve now does. <laughs> word, word of the wise. Do not play with your Colby valves. <laughs> we'll destroy it. Like I just did. This isn't the Patreon, Steve. Don't get that nasty. <laughs> uh, but I'm being real though. <laughs> yeah. Don't um, play with your movie valves. Yeah. Okay. I got it. All right. We're good. We're good. I Jeepers. saved it. Huh? Jeepers, creepers. Jeepers. Jeepers. All right. What's up? What else is in the kit, Steve? This is I think probably the part I'm most excited about. Oh, what? you want to talk about the old, uh, the tire patch dealio? Yeah, man. The, the glue treads. The glue treads, tire repair, yeah, man, uh, anywhere. Four chunks of rubber and some CA glue. You're good. Okay. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> Hold on. I'm putting all my Colby valves. Work? I am putting what all. Tyler and Jimmy do. Oh, well, they they actually installed them on some Patagonias and made Patagonias stickier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They actually made yeah, Patagonia, like Patagonia sucks. Stabbed it with a knife. <laughs> Put some r- actual rubber like, on it. Let's see if we can make this better. And they stuck, <laughs> they stuck uh-huh. glue treads all over it. Uh-huh. And they made that tire stick to rocks like glue. Like glue treads. Now, I liked what you um, pointed out last week with when they took the angle grinder to it and like chamfered the edge. Yeah. Just so there wasn't anything to really catch. Yeah. That's smart. And I would recommend it if anybody actually has to use a glue tread. Especially if you're in the middle of nowhere and you need to finish a trail that's not easy. It's a great idea. Here is a tech tip for you all that if anybody orders one of these ultimate tire kits with all the things, including the Colby valves, um, the Colby valves are can be made to fit inside of the blow molded case. So you figure out Ooh, how to do that. That's nice. So all my Colby valves are in there and you will not fit all of the glue tread contents into said case. I promise you that. All right, here we go. Unless you've plugged a lot of tires. Uh, it's going to be tough. You might get your, even you might not. get your rubbers in there, but let's be honest. You just, what you really need to do yeah. is go buy a nice uh, Milwaukee pack out box for all of your tire repair. Uh, accoutrement. So what we got here is uh, a whole bunch of sheets of 80 grit. Is it 80 grit? Yeah. 80 grit sandpaper. Okay. That is to prep your tire. Ten now, pieces. Is it 10? I got the contents list up on my Good screen. Lord. 10 pieces sandpaper. All right, let's call it 10. And then we have... Maybe more. Four. At least 10. We have four bottles of the glue tread tire repair glue. It's your glue right here. Okay? That's your 
what do they call that shit? Acrylic? Cyanoacrylic? Cyanoacrylate? That's it. Sure. That's the one. Yeah. Cyan- yeah. That thing. Acrylate. Yeah. TA thing. glue. Super glue. Super is what re- it is. Yeah. Super, super glue. Uh, then the biggest thing is this right here. What's in this bag right here? I'm not going to open this because I already opened it and it's wet. Um, but what's in here is the accelerator. And this is what makes the old, uh, makes it all go together real well. But make sure you read your yeah. instructions uh, really well. You're going to glue up the cut. So let's say you get a half inch gash in your sidewall and it's got the old air going out of it, right? You're going to open that up a little bit, clean it the best of your ability, get it cleaned up, scuff it with some 80 grit, and you're going to put some glue on the actual cut. Okay. You're going to stitch your glue up like you're using some liquid bandaid or liquid skin. Okay. And stick her in or get it all glued up. Then you're going to put a bunch of randomized dots across the patch area. You can take the patch you're going to use and set on the tire and outline it with your Sharpie that you keep in the Jeep because you are prepared. If or you a knife. You don't can probably do that. etch it out. <laughs> if you don't oh, have, I mean, don't press hard. No, yeah. Well, you can do that. I'm saying if you don't have a Sharpie, you can probably just pick up a little piece of dirt, honestly. Or a rock. Yeah, and, and just, just kind of yeah. on a tire, right? Okay. Do that. Then you put a bunch of randomized dots fairly close together. They have on the back side of your sandpaper, they literally have a diagram showing you what it should possibly look like. Um, then you're going to stick the old glue tread to the tire and then you're going to spray it down with your accelerator. That's going to instantly cure your CA glue. And then I recommend if you have it on board, I recommend using something to chamfer the edges. Now, if you have the ultimate kit uh, that comes with that nice razor blade, you can use that and just kind of the old edges there. Um, so yeah, I, I'm super happy to have this cause I don't have a spare 40. And one of the things I'm always worried about is blowing a tire out. And I'm always like, I got, you know, I got rope plugs. So hopefully the hole's not too big. I'm gonna tell you right now, this thing right here is a four by four slab of rubber. This is a four inch by four inch chunk of rubber. Four by four and a half. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm looking at the contents list. This is a big chunk of rubber. Big get, and I'm fairly certain. And there's two of them. And then there's don't two more, me. three by one and a half. Don't quote me, but I'm fairly certain if you if a guy knew what he was doing, he could stitch these bad boys together. Four Especially, by yeah. nine. That's a big ass boot plug. So, uh, if a guy knew what he was doing and then he could take one of these old three buys and stick her on top and it'll get you off trail, you know, yeah. even if you put a fist size hole in a tire, it could, this, this kit could potentially still get you off trail. So I'm going to give and one maybe away. Even, nope. I wouldn't recommend you do that, but maybe even on the road a little bit. Maybe what? If you on the road it at your own, at your own risk. I think that it would be fine. But uh, I th- this is a get you off of out of harm's way type of deal here. Um, and then you get back to your trailer or you find somebody who's like, here's an extra 40 so you can drive home. <laughs> Why are you driving your 40s to the trail, Derek? Because <laughs> it's super badass. It's pretty. That's a pretty cool thing. Rock landing. That's yeah. Why. Rock landing. Because this rock is the landing. snail trail episode. Look, here it is right here. You see this little tiny white piece of paper the size of a chiclet does it say rock landing on it no it probably says do not screw your colby valve down without having it in a wheel 
<laughs> Warning. Oh my God. What is this? Oh, it's that's a, like a CVS oh, receipt rolled it's a up for, into a chicken. It's a fortune cookie. All right. <laughs> Look at the size of this thing. It is a foot and a half long. It's 18 Maybe inches. It's 18 inches long. Oh my God. These are the instructions for the Colby valve. They put it on a piece of paper that's 18 inches wide and an inch tall. Maybe three quarters of an inch tall. They pulled it into an inch by inch. Oh, this is the life, the limit of warranty and liability for consumers. The company. That's why it's so big. The company, Colby Valve LLC, herein referred to as the company, warrants that this product conforms to the description on the label. Website. You wouldn't have time to listen to that whole legalese. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be instructions for installation. It is not. That's some um, bullshit. No, they're easy. You just you just do it. Stick it just in. Don't do oh, it before it you put it on your it's wheel. It's on the back. It's on the back. Yeah, there's three steps. Fully insert permanent valve. Step two, maintain pressure it. and tighten until snug. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says quarter inch. Is that quarter inch socket wrench preferred? Mm, yeah. Probably. Uh, yes. Uh, no, half inch socket wrench required. And then air up the tire. That's it. The That's end. all you need. And your valve stem 20 times stronger than standard valve stems. Pretty good. Fits all standard, almost half inch holes. Installs, Which is standard. Installs. 0.453 valve holes are normal. Installs in about five, in about one minute. That's the Colby valve. Yep. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, description of the old uh, uh, kit here. We're going to give it one away. Uh, that's really all we were trying to tell you. We just wanted to like kind of drag it out so we didn't talk about nothing else. What the fuck did they do? <laughs> Maybe they didn't notice, Steve. I didn't notice. Uh, uh, so what again do you do? You tag, you make a post. Make a post. Any social media platform. Uh-huh. Tagging Total Offer Podcast yes. and Morphlate. And Morphlate. And you take a screenshot of said post. And you follow five lug fever, five underscore lug underscore fever. Mm -hmm. And send that picture, that screenshot to that DM account. Right. On Instagram. Right. Follow five lug fever. Send me a DM. Um, And I remembered it. So it's not that hard. You guys, you can do it. If you forget, you can come back here and see it. I'll even do you one if better. You forget, I'll you can put, come back or you can buy your own tire repair kit. I'll put Five Lug Fever's <laughs> Instagram in the show notes just yeah. for this episode. And it's, and it's just a copy and paste. Uh, go check out the Snail Trail podcast because Tyler is a host of the Snail Trail podcast. And uh, he's the one that's that's selling these things. And that's if you didn't know that. And (laughs) um, go check out Snail Trail 4x4 on YouTube. That's Jimmy's YouTube uh, channel. And that is where you can see the video of them putting this sucker to use. They actually got one of the owners of Glue Tread out there to uh, run the Rubicon with them. And they went and beat on her. You know, that Rubicon looks like a fun time. There's a lot of cool rocks stuff's there i didn't see mud I'm they saying. ran that entire thing and i never saw no muds i was like man but i wonder how it is when it's raining does it get slippery good I, I don't know yet i've only been out here a month and i haven't been on the rubicon but fired it never it never rained i'll bet you if i go to california for a actually, month is the rubicon i think so when i got out here 
There was a fire. There was a fire. weren't allowed in the Rubicon. Right. All of the Rubicon or some of the Rubicon? I, that I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. Rubicon I'll bet if you listened, I'll bet if you listened for 2022 to the... season until repairs can be completed. Ouch. So I think That's, fire's uh, out, but they're may have working on trail stuff. On some damage. Mm. Why? Why do I wait so long? I'm going to go right now and buy me a new Ram truck so I can drive to California and go run the Ruby can. I mean, even if you don't drive out, you can take a little plane guy mm. and I'll pick you up and we'll go run it. I guarantee you, if I took a plane guy, if I had, if I booked a ticket for a plane guy to (laughs) somewhere in that general vicinity, like uh, Reno area, Tahoe, somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. I'm betting you if I did that, I could find a ride to the Rubicon. I bet you could. I'm betting. Why wouldn't you want to run with me? I'll ride with you. I'll ride with, okay. you know, I'd ride with anybody, really. You ride with It would be a lot more fun, though, if I took my bougie old XJ with me. That's In all true. its too ricidness. That's mm-hmm. true. So, anyway, we should probably close this one up and uh, move her over to the Patreon. And give those guys some action. Patreons. And gals. Guys and gals. There's a couple gals there. That's true. Yeah. It's a factual information. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode 150. Go check out Complete Off Road at 563-583-5363. Tell them what you need for your rig. They'll find it. They'll get you a good price on it. They'll get it in the mail. And you can go back to doing whatever it is you're doing before you call them. Check out Crawler Off-Road, because I know you're not running synthetic stuff, and I know you need another piece of recovery equipment for when you chamfer your old holes there on your on your D-ring mounts. You're going to need some soft shackles. So go check them out at crawleroffroad.com and let Rick and Fred hook you up with some fine recovery materials. I would tell you to go check out Morflate, but I feel like we over sold them this week we gave them more value i wouldn't say, I wouldn't say oversold i'm but saying we definitely like gave them many shout outs that's the thing yeah that's the oversold i'm talking about like not overselling the company as a whole but like this they got their shout outs yeah did. they got they got theirs we did it again didn't well we? now we're doing it again so Shit. here it is more uh go check, check out offered anonymous and see what jacob's got to offer this week i don't know what he has on sale this week but i'll bet you can find out i'll bet you can go to offroadanonymous.com I just got a terrible text message from my wife. Oh. It's not great. Where the hell you at? Uh, Almost. It was uh, something about a terrible tantrum. Nobody wants any of that. Why is it that I don't get Offroad Anonymous deals in my email anymore? Jacob. Is it in your spam folder? No. Hiding somewhere. Off-Road Anonymous. Today, 4.40 p.m. Here it is. Deal of the week. Milwaukee Cup Holders. The Milwaukee Packout Cups. Cup cup Holders? Cup Holders. Just use code CUPHOLDER to save 20% off your new mount. So if you're needing a cup holder mount for your Milwaukee Packout Cup, 
Uh, go buy a couple of cups and then go buy a couple of mounts. Eight to sixteen dollars and twenty percent off of that. This week only, cup holder is your code. Or no, if you want to hold four Milwaukee cups oh. all together, you can get one of Jacob's normal pack out mounts. Right? Isn't it four? Because the cup holder uses like the same thing as the normal pack out mount. Mm, right? I think it's different. It's definitely different. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's round. Oh, it's a locking mind. mechanism, but it's round. So don't do what oh, Derek is saying. Never mind. Ignore me. Don't don't do what I just said. <laughs> I don't think it, it'll work like that. I don't think. I could be wrong. I don't have said uh thing. Maybe I'll go buy a me a Milwaukee packout cup and uh snap it in my pack out and see if it snaps in. Derek's doing the research right now as we speak. I see I the am, screen lining up on his face. Um hmm. Yeah, you're right. That seems like a big oversight on Milwaukee's part, actually. Can we talk about that on the Patreon? Yep, we sure will. I have a rant coming. Here comes the rant. Uh, Any last words before you rant? Oh, man, I'm angry. So um, don't podcast angry. Don't podcast angry. So that's why we're about to go to the Patreon. Right. To the Patreon. And thank you for joining us for episode 150, where we sold you the whole seat, but you only needed the edge. (laughs) And we'll catch you on the trail. Do it. Go get to make the posts about the podcast in the Merflates. This is Get after you. the Patreon, so we're extra drunk and sleepy. Okay, good night now. Okay, I'm going to add that in. <laughs>